You are now listening to the Foobies Podcast. And here are your hosts, Quentin Quo, Tim Dimmick, and Jackson Rubin. You sound tired, my friend. Yeah, I, I'm not eating anything. I'm gonna make yawning, stretching noises. That's that's just fine. My friend Emily last night complained to us about them eating. I mean, we would have had more listeners if we made it a little more yeah. professional. But hey, it's a gimmick, mm-hmm. and we've been doing this for four years, almost five years. Yeah. Um, what's this movie called again? Hill of Freedom. Hill of Freedom. Yep, Hill of Freedom. It's gotcha. the name of the cafe that he goes to. Mm-hmm. Are, are we jumping right into the thing, or are we going to talk about what we ate? Oh yeah, sorry. I was just googling. I mean, I was Wikipediaing the, the movie. Let's start with uh, Jackson. Yeah. Um, I I went to our my favorite uh, bakery this morning and got myself. A cinnamon roll, but also a ham and Swiss croissant. Um, and it's fucking delicious. Baker's wife, check it out. Yep. Tim, Tim, what do you got? I am. I'm just drinking a cup of tea, a nice cup of Cuppa. Irish breakfast tea, a cuppa. Um, probably eat something else later, but I don't know. I'm just starting my morning at eleven fourteen. <laughs> Yeah, and like I said, I got nothing today, but uh, I'm a little tired, a little hungover, a little. Oh yeah, little... me me too, me too. Which it's, uh... it's not as bad as um, when we reviewed um, Hard Boiled, where in the middle of the recording, I just had to get up and throw up. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's a little peak. Yeah, that's the dedication Quentin brings. Um, yeah, which is a, a lot. So yeah. Speaking of dedication, Everyone. I've got like five pages of notes on this on this movie. Good lord! Oh so my gosh, man! There's there's three things we can pay attention to. One, we can uh-huh. t- we can see how the movie moves in the perspective of uh, the woman reading the letters. Two, we can read it in the perspective of Mori, in mm-hmm. a kind of jumbled sense. The third kind of main thing I paid attention to was the outfits that he wears, because that's how you kind of can tell what day it is. Sure. So okay. I have a whole page yes. of all of his outfits. Nice. So fit checks. Uh, fit check. Yep. <laughs> yeah, this he movie does... is called Hill of Freedom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What you guys think of this movie? Uh, you know, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a nice thing to kind of sit down and watch after doing errands in a uh, all day yesterday. Um, got home, put some ribs in the oven, and watched mm. a movie. But yeah, yeah it was fine. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. You know, confusing yeah. hell. Um, you know, I I feel like it's uh, reminded me of Tenet, or maybe Tenet reminded me of this with all the timey wimeyness. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was chill. This, this is a chill movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the uh, the camera work. I like the pans, and I like the zooms. Um, just. I don't know. It kind of feels like a little old timey in a good way. I like that. 
Every uh, time there was a kind of a rant, like a zoom in on a thing, I did laugh. Mm -hmm. um, just because it seemed like it came out of nowhere. But and the the ultimate pan where you see like there's that little dog sitting next to him. Perfect, just perfect yeah. filmmaking. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this movie is like a trim, like hour and seven minutes. Mm -hmm. So there's no yes. there's no fat on this on this day of creating. This is just pure meat. Oh yeah. And I think this movie is very very nice. Um, it made me miss like you know going out getting Korean barbecue with your homies. Drinking mm -hmm. too much and then telling them like, "Yo, man, you know, if I had all this money, you know, I'd pay for your debt." You know, yeah. I think we've all been there at some point. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Should we uh, jump into the plot of this movie? How how would you like me to describe the plot of this? Mm. Should we start simple? Let's start simple. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think I can like really sum sum this movie in like I don't know a few minutes and just say that the movie starts with a woman receiving a package of letters and he's reading through them and it's from an old friend, a lover perhaps saying that, Hey, I'm coming to Seoul. Um, mind you, all of this is read in English, um, the letters. And um, as she's leaving this building with all these letters, she drops all of the letters and she goes up to pick them. And um, because of that, all the letters are now jumbled. I don't really know what, order they're in hence why the movie is not told in a linear fashion oh okay got it and gotcha. there's one letter that she forgets to pick up that they zoom in on it's a very like quick shot but if you don't know like, like it, it mm -hmm. i also had to like read about it a little bit after i watched it my first time like i, I got okay. the i got the whole thing about the letters being jumbled and all that but i did not know there was a missing letter first time i watched it I understand now. Yeah. So the last scene, I think, is hinting at that's what was <clears throat> left out in the last letter. Okay. Yeah, it, it's just about her reading about this guy who says she's coming to Seoul and that, like he loves her and like he wants to marry her, and um, she reads him in this cafe that he was staying at, and he realizes that the the letters were postmarked a week ago, and still in Seoul. So she goes to the inn to go find him. Uh, the two reunite. Uh, they, I guess, live happily ever after and have two kids. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the movie. Yeah. Easy peasy. <laughs> All right. We did it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, I guess the real movie of it is just the whole jumbled mess of, of the letters. So mm -hmm. I guess we can go a little bit into the, but um, I mean, we can talk a little bit about the characters. Um do one of you guys want to describe our principal main character, Mori? Yeah. Um, Mori is a, he is a Japanese man um, who teaches, um, he's a language teacher. I don't know what he teaches, if it's English or Japanese, um, in Seoul. Uh, and he is a cool streetwear guy. Um, yeah, I would, I would describe his fits as like cool, hip. Uh, yeah. like Larry David or Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. He wears he wears Asics. He wears some Onitsuka Tigers that are fucking cool as hell. Love those shoes, mm -hmm. like baggy white ones. pants and like plain tees. Mm -hmm. And uh, and track jackets, windbreakers. Yeah, it's like normcore streetwear, normcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Japanese cool. cash. 
Yeah, Smoke do you want saves. me to talk a little bit about some of his outfits? Yes. Yes. Okay, You're saying so these were important. The best I can do, the day one when he arrives in Seoul, he wears a black uh, windbreaker, a black shirt, and white pants with those white... Um, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, at night, he also just wears a black shirt, white pants. Day two, he wears a gray shirt. Um, day three, he wears a striped um, kind of shirt. Day four, he wears a dark blue. Day five, it's the windbreaker. It's the day that rains uh, in a gray shirt. Day six, um, he wears a gray shirt. Day seven is a missing day, which we don't see until the very end. Day eight, he wears a gray shirt with a windbreaker, and he has a black eye. And that's the day he meets he meets with uh, uh, his, his lover, Quan. Yeah. Yes. And who else do we got in our cast? Uh, characters. We got Young Sun, the uh, the new lover. Yes, she's a waitress at this cafe called the Hill of Freedom, which was has a Japanese name, so that's why he hangs out at it. Mm -hmm. And it's got a delightful poster of something called Chicago uh, chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh man, they're I, famous for their deep chocolate cakes in Chicago. Yeah, every every with a puck of sausage in there. Um, I mean, has ordinary sausage. Ordinary sausage has done a Chicago deep style uh, deep dish pizza, and he actually <laughs> really out. enjoyed it. <laughs> I love. Hey man. Lumel Nadis, you can get it delivered. You get it frozen, delivered to you. Um, in the in the cafe, he also meets with a man um, who is uh, he he meets with Kwang uh, Kwang Yun, um, who has this very awkward conversation with him, where he like like tries to look him in the eye. Every like they're they're sitting on the same plane, and Kwang Yun is like continually like looking over at him trying to meet his eye like meet his gaze it's very awkward yeah it's because he's uh dating the the waitress sorry i'm forgetting her name yes uh, uh young son young son yeah and I, I think he feels a little insecure about this guy because she's bringing him cake for free yeah he keeps coming back and he found uh her dog that went missing at one point mm -hmm. and spoiler alert eventually like um the two have an affair behind his back Yes, mm -hmm. um, but I mean the way she puts it is that he also has like affairs with other women, and so she's very unhappy with the, the relationship. Yes, um, Mori is staying at a uh, at a guest house, um, which is run by Guok, who is a nice old woman, um, who says that she loves Japanese people because they're very cl clean. Um, and organized and polite <laughs> and yeah. polite um and morty doesn't and, like this <laughs> morty's like i don't think you've met very many japanese people <laughs> mm -hmm. um and then uh we also have song Wan, who is uh guok's nephew who is uh a horrible piece of shit <laughs> um he's like a freeloading uh like middle-aged guy who uh like doesn't doesn't really know what he's doing he's got debts yes but at the same time he also goes on trips to america <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah and 
trying to think if there's anybody else that we haven't mentioned. There's a like a transient girl that lives also in in the the guest house, which from my understanding yeah. is she's actually a character from another one of his movies. Oh, interesting. Oh. Yeah, she's a um there's a there's a young woman who um has left home um and is also staying at the guest house. Yeah, and like I mentioned, most of this movie is like in English because uh Morio doesn't speak Korean. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it's an interesting movie in the sense that like everyone has to kind of accommodate Morio and speak English. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much the only time that they're speaking in Korean is like when Mori comes up on them and um, is like, hey, what's going on? Um, or when two Korean people are talking about Mori. So. So maybe instead of talking about the plot, because I think like we have a lot of these like vignettes of like things that he does, like he goes and, uh, you know, leaves a note on her door and then comes back. And instead yeah. of doing that, why don't we talk about just the movie or the food in this movie? Yes. Yes. Let's do that. I think That's the what first we're about. time. He, we, the first scene obviously takes place at like um, the Hill of Freedom, orders coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the second time we have like really a, a bunch of food is when he's drinking with the, uh, the nephew and um, oh. it's like expat. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, he does have dinner with the cafe owner um, before that young son, I believe. Right. But um, again, this that's like maybe a day bef- after. Okay, okay, you're talking chronologically. <laughs> yes, I am because I'm, okay. I'm that crazy. Okay, so chronologically, yes. Um, there's this strange uh, American man mm-hmm. um, who uh, who is friends with Song Wan, the nephew, uh, and he's getting a shipment of beer that is late. Um, I don't really know what the beer is for, or if does he like does he run a restaurant? I don't know. Um, I think that's the idea, but instead yeah. they end up drinking red wine, and yes, the white the white dude gets really red, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Mori gets drunk as hell, <laughs> yeah. and um, he he's telling him like how like how lucky he is to have a have a nice wife and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, i like your wife dude i like your wife guy <laughs> and he's like ah yeah sure thank you thank you don't ever let anybody come in between you yeah I, i'd never let that happen um yeah yeah um i one thing i wanted to note was uh the lady the landlady said only serves breakfast before 10 a.m Yes, and he, Mori is constantly sleeping until like five p.m. or something. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. There's he's like always one scene he gets like really upset with her because um, her nephew is being served breakfast, and he's like, and "It's like, not fair. It's, it's not, not fair. fair. It's one." Which is yeah. so funny because it's like, yeah, he lives there. He's her nephew. <laughs> like, it's it's different. Like, if you were her nephew, she would also feed <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, but you're not. So. Yeah. But at one point, she does give him like a bowl of watermelon, which actually yes. looks pretty good. That looked yeah. delicious. I love East Asian fruit. The or, yeah, I was gonna say Mori's character uh, is interesting because I feel like he's like socially awkward, and uh, but like also honest. Like he's always like just saying how he's feeling, right? Uh, which I think ingratiates him to a lot of the people. Yeah, um, and even he though he mentions weird. like um, 
the reason why he left the language. There were a lot of people that were dishonest, and he got into a big fight with them. And mm-hmm. I think he also mentions that he doesn't. I think like to him, he sees either people as like dishonest or like really good people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and did he meet Quan at the Language Institute? Yes, he did. Yes, that's okay. where they met. Like, and is that where she comes and picks ago. up her letters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. She had some mysterious ailment where she mm-hmm. went up into the mountains for treatment, and she, she was had... healed by a preacher who's also a physician. Mm-hmm. She had um, consumption. She had to go to a sanitarium in the hills. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. They don't actually describe it, but she had lumbago, whatever that is. <laughs> whatever that is. I don't even know. <laughs> I think we should also mention that. Um... The book that Mori carries, I think, also yes. plays into the theme of the movie about yeah. time. Time, time is just yes. an illusion. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, the waitress asked him, "Like, oh, what book are you reading, or what's it about?" And he's like, "Oh, it's about um time. Like, what's it called? Uh, time." Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I caught that, and I was like, "Okay, time is an illusion." So when I was watching the movie, I was like, "All of this is like." I don't know. I don't know. Christopher it, Nolan. The way that <laughs> the way that he was describing it seemed sort of like um, John Paul Sartre, like the brain in a box kind of thing. Like I think, therefore I am. Like time is just perceived by the human mind, mm-hmm. um, and it's like not actually there. But you know, that's yeah me going into it because i read sart recently but mm-hmm. yeah let's see here let, let me think on like what day we're at. i think let's jump to like day probably jump to like day four or, i think day four or five they go out okay. for a korean barbecue and soju yes um and like the two have like a kind of drunken conversation and um he asks mori like oh what do you think of korean women and he says, I think that they are strong and they are big. Damn straight. <laughs> so funny. Um, I did. I, I love seeing the scissors on on the Korean barbecue table. Mm-hmm. Um, Koreans always using the scissors in cooking. It's perfect. More people should do that. Um, when was the last time you guys had Korean barbecue? I have never been to a restaurant for it, um, which is a shame. But next time in LA, next time I'm in LA, I really want to go to all you can eat in Koreatown. But I think the last time was uh, I was with you, Quentin, and all our buddies. Yeah, that place was decent. Yeah, yeah, it was was decent. I think Tim Tim made the rookie mistake of eating his mother's uh, enchiladas before coming. I did. Oh, that's right. I, oh my god, I did. Up, I yeah. had to. I was starving, and the enchiladas are so good. Oh my god, you can't. I, I you know, it's like. You can turn them down. Yeah, like I couldn't, but it was a mistake. <laughs> yeah, Tim's just being a good son, I guess. Yeah. 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 Happy memories of of the olden times. <laughs> mm-hmm. The before times. The before times. Oh my! Sorry to like always like talk about like COVID and stuff, but like when they were like 
really like sitting close to each other in the cafe. I was like getting weirded out. Yeah, no, it's weird. Mm -hmm. I wish I could just breathe on people sitting next to me again. <laughs> that was the best part. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that was my favorite part of going out was breathing on people. Yeah. But uh, when he gets back from uh, eating Korean barbecue and drinking soju, uh, he finds a note from uh, the owner of uh, Hill of Freedom saying, like, hey, you want to be uh, more than just friends? The two end up sleeping together. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, and then yeah. he's feeling conflicted about this. Uh, and he's like, because he knows he's going to, like, leave Korea and you know leave her behind and he, he, he was talking about like never like like the with the expat is like live where your heart is or where your love is or something mm -hmm. yeah i think part of the, the that cut between after after he they sleep together and him saying like what have i done uh mm -hmm. like i think i don't know i don't know if it's supposed to we're supposed to think it's like supposed to be with long or uh uh, mm, the new yeah. young son yeah young son i think we're okay it kind of throws a wrench into that yeah yeah that's int okay yeah like this is a movie like I, if i rewatched, i would i could like i think i know. might have to watch it again because i think i will <laughs> yeah. enjoy it more <laughs> yeah yeah um and uh also there's a part where sorry i'm jumping around but hey so he's locked in a bathroom oh yeah for, so this is like the second time that they they kind of fool around together, yeah. And the morning after, after, yeah, afterwards he goes to the bathroom and gets locked in. And you want to take <laughs> it from there, Tim? Yeah, and then uh, he's knocking, and then she feels really bad because he's been in there for thirty minutes. And she's like, "Okay, <laughs> I'll go get somebody to help." And he's just like sitting on the toilet. And I I thought my computer was paused for a second because he's sitting so still and just like staring out into space. But it's a beautiful scene because you could see like the the toilet paper sort of flapping in the breeze of the open window. Mm -hmm. uh, and it's, I, yeah, it's definitely. I have, I feel like I've had that feeling before, where where it's like my life's a movie. Uh, <laughs> like, damn, my life's a movie for real. <laughs> uh, where no, no, it's just like I'm like I'm ah shit like either like. Uh, I'm stuck in this bathroom and it's like this weird awkward situation or like um like ah damn like what's gonna happen when I get out of this bathroom yeah um I don't know but yeah she asks like are you dressed <laughs> and he's just sitting on the toilet just like mm -hmm. and and yeah it's definitely like uh I'm locked in here with my thoughts mm -hmm. and I can't get out even if I want to <laughs> And presumably the person that she goes to to go get the door open is like her boyfriend. Oh yeah. Because like afterwards mm -hmm. in the chronological order, we see that he returns to the inn and he has like black eye. He's like, it looks yes. like he's been in a fight. So that's right. They yeah. kind of allude to the fact that him and the boyfriend fought, mm -hmm. but like he fought well. So I think he either won the fight or like, you know, he, he, did enough to respect himself mm -hmm. yeah and uh yeah that's I, I did i did infer that like he got the black guy from from fighting him because uh the yo uh yoak or uh sorry what's her name goak 
the the landlady um was like uh they're like chatting over breakfast about like dishonest people and then um oh sorry not breakfast instant coffee because i guess real coffee is more expensive uh over there Mm -hmm. um and she was saying you have to like fight the dishonest people that he was talking about so i guess he physically fights the boyfriend who's like been you know he's kind of an asshole and he's like he's a producer Maybe that's some co- meta commentary from the writer director, uh, but uh, yeah, he physically fights, and then the, the old landlady like says, "I love you" to him. I was like, "Wow, he yeah. they, they love each other." Okay, it, I I he they talk to him a couple times about like why he fights people, um, and it's we we said earlier like yeah he he just he doesn't like dishonest people. There's also like a, a conversation that I really like about um, how he likes to stare at flowers to pass the time, mm-hmm. and that like helps him ease its like pain. Of, or like, the thought of looking at flowers helps him ease mind on his fears. Yeah, and, like he just like ramps on and in, looks at her and says, "Do you know what I'm talking about?" Or he kind of says it in a bit of a condescending way, like, "Do you understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying?" And then she's yeah. like, yeah, I understand what you're saying. You watch flowers because you're afraid of life and looking at the flowers <laughs> helps you cope with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Got yeah, it. It's existential dread. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what else do we have in this movie? Because, I mean, we're getting dangerously close to actually finishing the plot of this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's only an hour long and it's it's pretty pretty simple. I guess we can talk about um, the ending of it. Yeah. So, like I said, um, uh, he's reunited with the the woman that he came to Korea for. um, And the two of them walk, presumably, to the airport. um, Where they said, or it it ends with, like, Mori giving some, like, uh, narration saying, like, we went back to Japan the next day. Uh, We had two kids. One boy, one girl. Um, the girl that was born was big and strong. The end. And then we think that's the end of the movie. But then we get one more scene of Mori waking up in the inn uh, with uh, Sun. What's what's her name? Sun Yun. Sun Yun. Or Young Sun. Young Sun. Young Sun. Um, the waitress of uh, the Hill of Freedom. So I think there's like a few ways you can look at the ending as like. One, this is like all a dream, the whole happy ending, and this is like what has actually happened. Yeah, you know, he just overslept and still in this like kind of messy relationship with this. Or two, it could be that like this was like left out in the note, um, that was left in the language institute. Yeah. So I don't know. What did you guys think at the end? Um. Yeah, I don't. I think I think it makes more sense that it was in the note that was left out. Um, because I mean that that goes along with the kind of the narrative structure of the film. Um, mm-hmm. but it is it is interesting that it was left after the um him like leaving with Quan. So I don't know. Was did did Quan know about? the relationship he had with young son he doesn't really mention it does he 
Quentin, do you know? You know, I was actually thinking about that because um, I think all that she knows is everything that is narrated. Yeah. And you hear more you narrate. Yeah. So mm. I think so because there's a point where he mentions like um, him saying like she's very nice. Like I oh, need to yeah. break. Uh, like, I'll, right. I'll tell her everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then I I do think that uh, wasn't that like okay. So that what must have been the the day before or something. I'm trying to place the last scene like where the that would have been. Would be the seventh day, like right before um, he has the fight on the eighth day. Yeah, and is the eighth day when he's locked in the bathroom? Yes. Okay. Got you. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Then I I don't think it's a like a fantasy like storybook ending. I think that. Uh, that that was just like the lost page, um, but that's interesting that like he overslept and he's just like still in the messy relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I think with a movie like this, it's there's no I, I like I'm kind of like yeah, it's up to you to interpret whatever you mm-hmm. got out of it. Yeah, and like him saying so much, he doesn't like dishonesty, and then. Like, what if it's because, like, he re- resents lying to himself? Like, if he's, if this is a fantasy. But mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if it is. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Ah. I've given Tim so much to think about. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have to rewatch this, but I'm going to re- re-edit it into, like, chronological order. <laughs> the you know, way that it idea. was, the way it was meant to be watched. <laughs> like, hey, the... <laughs> The editor got this all screwy. <laughs> oh, no. It hit the cutting room floor. Oh, shucks. Bugs Bunny is the editor again. <laughs> yeah, do we have... Honestly, is this going to be like one of our shortest episodes? Maybe. I think I think we should talk about... Um, we we missed the scene with uh, Nam-hee, the young woman. Uh and song and and um fucking yeah song one oh just the shouting match that they have the shouting match that they have where he like yeah is like trying to talk to her and she's like leave me alone like what the fuck um and he's just like you can't talk to me like that you're a bitch um and uh yeah this is very it's weird I don't. Yeah. I. I don't know what the movie stance was on that. Um, who was in the right there? But mm-hmm. yeah, well, I think the girl yeah. was definitely right. Like yes. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I just don't know what the what the movie was saying. Um, because Mori, like Mori, doesn't say anything about it. Really, um, like he doesn't scold Sungwon at well, all. He tries to get him to stop. Because true. And, yeah, yeah. He thinks like she's having like an issue or something. Like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, like he he yeah. like Sung Won comes up to her and is like trying to like chat with her and like calls her a little girl and she's like fuck off, dude. Like yeah. who are you? It was very uncomfortable. And then he's like, how dare you take that toad with me, little girl? 
how dare you and then she's like fuck off Mm -hmm. um and then she it turns out she does speak english because like he keeps calling her a bitch and she's i think she just says like shut up or something like that yeah and then she like goes crying into her room and um and then they're like oh maybe she has like what could be wrong with her? Why is she crying? Hmm. Maybe she has like a problem, like a cancer problem or, yeah, maybe she or has a cancer. man problem. Yeah, it's probably a man problem. That's yeah. why she's crying. It's like, yeah, you, you're the man. You're the problem. Yeah. <laughs> and then her, her short dad comes that, and takes her away. I think we should just like real quick, just go over the setting of this movie. Yes. It's like a yeah. certain section of Seoul that's like very rustic. Well, at least yes. the inn is very rustic. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of these like kind of narrow uh, corridors, kind of small shops. It, it's like very low tech. It's not like, you know, it, images I've seen of like Seoul are like, you know, real high tech, fancy 5G. Yes. You know, like mm-hmm. it is robots. That. Um, it it's is like a, a traditional village on the outskirts of uh, Seoul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, it was yeah. It gives it like a sort of a maybe like a a, a timeless quality to it. Uh, ooh, see, oh, wow, I just did something there. Uh, well, yeah, like you never really see them uh, on their phones. I don't think. Yeah, like, not really. Like nobody has a phone in this, right? Yeah, Moody is always just reading a book. And yeah. the girl, I think the only piece of technology we really see is that girl has um an well iPod. actually there's a few phones. Um the girl yeah. has a iPod, not an iPhone, iPod. Oh, that's right. She she has her headphones in. Yeah. Yeah, but the the producer guy, he's on his phone. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. So yeah, it, it feels very grounded in this like this space of like uh the court the 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 inn that he's staying at and then the the restaurant the hill of freedom that he goes to yeah um but yeah and then there's like the quan comes back from the mountains which is like the countryside and you know i feel like you could take the story and like sort of put it in any time period maybe and it'll it'll still like pretty much be the same yeah because he's writing her letters and Mm -hmm. yeah yeah um i do want to talk about the line where uh, Sangwon tells Muri he has a nice full mustache, which means oh, yeah. he must be an artist. Um, Jackson, you have a very full mustache. Thank you. Jackson has a full mustache. Muri san does not. Yeah, Muri san does not have a full mustache. So, like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well, that was a lie. <gasps> the guy was lying to him to ingratiate himself. He's not being truthful because his mustache was like he's like mine is sparse. It's like yes. Yes. Morisans is full. No, it's not. <laughs> I like also how the producer guy, when he's like trying to talk to him, he's like, "Oh, you don't have a job. You look like an artist." <laughs> and like, yeah. Like kind of like berates him, like makes fun of him for not having a yeah. job, and he's like, and "Oh, he, like, you he's, have a job." He says, "Like I don't have a job," and then he laughs like really like, hard. Oh, you don't have a job. You should have a job. Mm-hmm. Just gets so mm-hmm. upset about that that he has to leave. Yeah. Yeah. After after he was served free cake. Mm-hmm. Can you hand me the dog? <laughs> Love that line. Yeah, the dog's name is Gumi. Gumi. Which means dream. Dream. Maybe it was all a dream. 
Maybe it was this was the dog stream. But yeah, maybe it was the dog stream. The whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it feels like we're kind of running out of things that we can say about this movie. Yeah. So I think what would be best is if we all end the call and then we all watch it again and then we <laughs> do this again. I think so. What if we watch the film in reverse order? Oh. Ooh. It's we like overlay it with scenes from Tenant as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's my, my Zoom background uh, for the listeners right now. Yeah. Is uh, the protagonist. John David Washington and, and uh, Mr. Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. I was about to say Edward Cullen. Oh my God. <laughs> There's been a lot of Edward Cullen discourse on Twitter recently. So it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just rewatched we... Interview with the Vampire. I would re- highly recommend that too. Is that the one with Brad Pitt? Mm-hmm. Nice. Brad Pitt's the vampire, and uh, Tom Cruise is the other oh, vampire. They're both in it. Okay, I I thought they yes. were. Okay, I thought that was two separate movies. And they're <laughs> they're both amazing, but especially Tom Cruise. Maybe yeah. we got to watch that. Blood is a food. Anyway, blood is a food. <laughs> you can make it into a sausage. You sure. can. Or There's pudding. a Kore- Korean blood sausage. Is a very specific thing. I forget the name of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's got rice noodles and pork blood. Mm. Um, you guys know how they make blood pudding? Yes. I, I, if I could guess, I don't know. But here's what I think it is. Uh, after having no experience with it, I think they get the blood and they pour it into like a uh, like a hockey puck mold, and they just like put it in the fridge, and then it like turns it like jello. Mm, it's not. I mean, they do, like, it is in sausage form. Like, they put it in casing, but it's basically, like, oats and blood. Yeah, and it's almost uh, like sand when you get it. Because you yeah. have to, like, mix it with water to make the blood. Yeah, the oh. blood is, um... I when you it. cook... when you Yeah, when you cook blood, it um, solidifies. Like, it gels. Oh, um, okay. And so it creates, like, a... Like, a spongy kind of texture. Anyway... After this, I'm going to watch a, a video on how to make blood sausage. <laughs> um, yeah. Should we get into ratings? Yeah, I, I think so. Quinn. I think I've talked too much on this one. Uh, Jackson, you want to describe the ratings? Sure, I can do that. Um, so our highest rating, we've only given to one movie. That rating is I'd Like to Speak to the Chef. And the movie we gave it to, Tim, is Chef. Chef. Starring John Favreau, Starring written John and directed Favreau. by John Favreau. <laughs> An auteur. Mm-hmm. Um, Mando. Hey, I love Mando. Yeah, it was great. Um, we, I'm just going to pitch. Maybe we should watch a couple episodes of Mandalorian for this show. Um, um, Baby Yoda has a soup. And cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, below... Uh, I'd like to speak to the chef is I'll have what Phil's having or I'll have what they're having um, below that is three Yelp stars below that is I'll take it to go and below that is uh, 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 check, check please, please. Um, and below that is our lowest rating which we've only given to one movie the rating is Dinah Dash and we've only given it to Waiting, starring Ryan Reynolds. 
um, written and directed by Ryan Reynolds. No, just kidding. It's not. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, um, I guess since I described the, the movie or the, the ratings, I'll go first. Um, I, after talking about it with you guys and understanding it a little more, I do want to watch it again. Um, and I think I will, I think I will give it a take it to go the first time around. And the next time we record, I'll have possibly an updated score for my next viewing. All right. I'm going to um, do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have to remember. I'll be monitoring um, your letterbox very carefully. <laughs> I actually didn't give a rating to it because I wasn't sure. Um, but I, uh, yeah, so I think I'll give it a take it to go, mostly because I just didn't really get it. But having Quentin describe it to us, mansplain, you can say, uh, mansplain <laughs> it to us, uh, it made a lot more sense. Um, and I, and I, it's, it's a really interesting concept. Um, and I, I think, I think it deserves some recognition for the way that it's told. Um, but I don't know if I, the only reason I'm watching it again is just to kind of get this new perspective on it. So that's why I'm giving it a take it to go. Um, yeah. I will um, hedge my bet and sort of preemptively give this a three Yelp stars uh, because I did like it when I watched it. It's only an hour, so it's very rewatchable. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like a very chill, relaxed paced movie. I don't know. I felt like kind of relaxed watching it. And um, yeah, I think I'll give it a three Yelp stars because I do appreciate the filmmaking uh, and the acting I enjoyed because it, it sort of just felt like, uh, I don't know if they used like uh, some non-actors in the movie or I don't know that expat guy, but. Um, All of uh, the majority of the actors are like relatively well-known Korean actors, I guess. Okay, um, gotcha. Except for Mori, who is a well-known Japanese actor. Okay, so. maybe if it was just the performances then that I really appreciate that just felt like regular normal people. I think it's because they're speaking English. Um, it might be like they're they're not speaking their native language, so it's it's a little it's just different. Mm, gotcha. But, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, and I think I'll watch it again. And I think I'll like it more. But yeah, three Yelp. Um, I think I'll I'll feed this to Phil. I really like this movie, but. Um... This is a good uh, stratified episode. It runs yeah, the we range. ran the gamut. Yeah, yeah, Queen's Gamut. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I, I really like this movie. I think it's genuinely very sweet. Um, I think the whole nonlinear structure of the movie is fun, um, and that ending is also like, I don't know. I'll think about it every once in a while. I'm like, decent ending. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, highly recommend nice. it for me. But uh, speaking of other recommendations, let's uh, let's talk about food recommendations. Hell yeah. What do you got for us, Jackson? I know you, I know you got one ready for us. I do. Um, it's not a restaurant. Um, it is a distillery. Um, I'm going to point you towards Dunord Craft Spirits here in the Twin Cities. Um, they have a distillery on Hiawatha. Um, or it's, what is it? It's 32nd. Um, and Snelling, um, and it is uh, it is a black owned uh, distillery here in the cities. Um, they have a black distiller, and they um, 
were a pretty big part of the protests here over the summer. Um, they're flying a giant Black Lives Matter flag over their distillery. Um, and you can buy their products. They have a shit ton of products. They have whiskey and gin and vodka um, and some cool like horseradish vodka. Um, and you can get their stuff all over the cities and all over Minnesota. And you might be able to get it shipped via um, via Total Wine, um, which is a national uh, liquor store chain. Um, so yeah, definitely check them out. Um, do Nord Playing Spirits. Pro. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I don't know about. Um, and you can follow me on Twitter at Jackson Rody, uh, or not at Jackson Rody. You can uh, it's at Jax Rebo, J X R E B O. Um, and you can also follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search for Foovies Podcast. You can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you find your podcasts. Um, yeah. Nicely done. Um, I will recommend uh, my Twitter account at Picante Pikachu. And uh, I will also recommend a, a brewery in New Orleans uh, called Zoni Mash. And uh, that's Z Zoni. And uh, they did a, a really cool like seltzer that's like carrot flavored. It has carrots in it, so, uh, but it's called King of Carrot Flowers. Cool. And then they also had, I'm pretty sure it was like a kumquat seltzer that they did too. And it's all just really good, guys. They have a really good IPA. Um, really cool. It's like in an old uh, movie theater here in New Orleans. It's, it's like in an old, it's called the Gem Theater. Um, but now it's like a distillery. So that's it's pretty cool. Nice. Mm -hmm. I'll recommend a restaurant, Taco Nada, which has like amazing uh, fish tacos, Madre. I think on Thursdays there's like they're like only a dollar, like crazy cheap. Nice, like really good. Send you a picture of what they look like. Yes, please. They look. I I had one and I liked it, and I've been thinking about it ever since I had it. <laughs> cool. And nice. uh, I'll just plug. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna plug anything. <laughs> I'm not on any social media now, so with that information with yes but quentin's phone number is <laughs> you can find 56. his address yeah <laughs> if you want to uh, send him anything oh we got uh an email guys <laughs> no but thank you for sending the email wh whoever sent it do you want to read it on the podcast tim uh yeah let me let me just pull it up in our I, in our chat i'm pulling it up um it it says subject line how do you do? It's like very formal. <laughs> and that was from uh, Karina. So thank you, Karina. Uh, I don't know where you live or where you're from, but we do well. Mm -hmm. How do you do? Please Excited send to us see more. Where this, where this takes us. Please send us more <laughs> messages like this. I, I even love it. Uh, do you Weekly want us to talk about a movie or do you have food? To recommend i don't know but uh thank you for sending that um wherever you are yeah because here it says it was received at 6 30 in the morning so 
maybe you're I don't know listening on their commute no. yeah. anyway Tim I think it's time for you to take us out so everybody grab your glass of beverage and you will we will clink it and we will say provecho which means uh, thank you for staying and dining with us and we really appreciate it and one two three provecho Movie ah. will return. We'd like to thank Sweaty Hands for the intro. Uh, find him on SoundCloud at Sweaty Hands. Also, Johnny Chang for introducing us to Sweaty Hands and sharing his own music. Find him on SoundCloud at Johnny Chang. That's J O N N Y.